0: Welcome to the Skull Meat Love Podcast, and we are in the home stretch of season six, my friends. My name is Anne, and I am your guide in the short five minute series called The Five Minute Meat Loves. They are short and sweet dedications to self evolution, healing on your own terms at your own pace, any way you know how. And I like keeping them short because some have the attention spans of fourth grade relationships at the skating rinks during school events. Now, I know you may be upset. You may be. That Jimmy or Jane didn't give you that plastic ring from that machine. but And you may have never forgiven them. And I really don't blame you. Because, you know, little Susie or Sam didn't deserve that ring more than you. I just want to let you know that. I know that you hang on to that from the skate ring. Don't lie. We all had our middle school dreams. Now, you know what else we don't deserve? To sit in our shit too long. I know. How's that for a transition? Let's chat about mindset management a little bit. And the first thing we got to discuss is my favorite topic. It is neuroscience. Neuroscience, a fun fact. I studied uh, under one of the top professors who specialize in the history of neuroscience in my undergraduate career. And he really got me interested. I think just years of his passion. It was great. And I love the science of the brain as we get to dive um, into it briefly today. Now, if somebody is to chat about mindset management, then they will first have to discuss neuroplasticity. This is a fancy term for our nervous system within our body. And it includes our brain that also evolves, learns, and adjusts to things uh, both functionally and structurally. And it's as a response to things outside of us or our experiences. Isn't that freaking incredible? Every time that I say that, it just gives me little, ooh, little good feelings. It is what actually brought me into this field, believe it or not, is that our bodies and our brains evolve in real time. So when people say, can't you drill dog do tricks, don't let them tell you that. Now, we have seen sometimes when tragedy and trauma or even perceived threat has also had scientific interventions with neuroscience and showing that that can also affect the brain. So what we have found, though, is, you know, things that happen to us feel good and things that are hard all change our brain. So mindset management ties into that neural plasticity. Like, to in order to sustain the chain, continue to evolve, the most important thing though is we have to practice. You got to create patterns. You got to upkeep, manage a mindset so the neurons understand what's helping and what's not. If we don't create a pattern, how is it going to create any sort of conclusions? It has to understand what serves us and what does not. Doing something once or short-term doesn't create sustainable change, and you know who I'm talking to. You know who you are. Mindset management is about our ability to keep learning and experience the world around us. We see, in my opinion, mindset management is being investigated even as we develop over the age of 30. We compile our experiences, feelings, thoughts, knowledge into this little rubber band ball and they become intertwined, yet it's so purposeful in its structure. Mindset management is your ability to review what is working well and needs to be practiced and what areas are not effective anymore. They have to be adjusted, changed, divorced, moved, related, any other word that you're trying to think of. So you know me, one of my favorite things is taking a self-observation of your life right now. When I am faced with adversity or something is difficult, how do I respond? In my mind, my body, my soul... Start with the fight, flight, freeze, fawn. Just from a basic standpoint, how do you respond? And then once you're in that processing stage, it's moved from that initial part of the monkey brain to your parietal and frontal lobes, and it takes over. What happens next? What emotions or even logic tends to come next? If and when do you balance? How do you uphold past skills? So when it becomes difficult and there's barriers, how do you incorporate triggers into self-observation? And then executing a mindset and a change in a pattern. On rocky terrains or waters, we have to hold the vessel carrying us through so we can get to our destination. Internal terrains are no different. We have to observe what sea creatures, waves, and forces outside of ourselves may impact us. And you have to learn to evolve with those external factors. We can't control those things outside the boat or even our human skin. Yet we can prepare and manage our internal process and come with the next best plan. So I want to know today, what's your mindset today? Gracious forward thinking? Or are you more submersive and melancholic? How did that then affect your mindset the rest of the day, the happenings, perceptions, how you see things around you? Although it's difficult, discussions of self-agency is not to discuss real experiences for people such as mental health or medical conditions, not just that. It doesn't mean we can think our way out of feelings or things outside of us. The key point point of this is you have exhausted your resources and part of mindset management is always connecting and checking in with others. We do better with people around. So when you feel like you've exhausted your resources about your own thoughts and feelings, take it to somebody you trust and know that we're all healing right alongside you. And until next time, evolve and heal on, my friends.